Baylor University proudly presents The John Morris Show. Baylor University, where lights shine bright. This is The John Morris Show on ESPN Central Texas, the flagship station for the Baylor Bears. As we record this, uh, June 15th is right around the corner. That's the date the Big 12 has has settled upon when football players, student-athletes, can come back uh, in uh, on a voluntary basis and do individual work. Uh, what, what's your comfort level with that date and bringing them back then? And um, uh, what are the steps that you go through, you know, to getting them back and going again? Well, I wouldn't be fully transparent if I said I was 100% uh, confident. That's I mean, fair. I, I, the John Morris Show is also brought to you by Amanda Cunningham, Coldwell Banker Apex Realtor, and by D'Amore Fine Jewelers, 4541 West Waco Drive, where Waco gets engaged. I think we're in a position right now where we have a lot of great people, experts speaking into our preparation phase. Um, it's not just um, our, our internal athletic department staff, it's our um, our partners and team physicians at, at Southwest Sports Medicine, um, Baylor Scott and White, huge medical entity that, that we can draw a resource to. Stay connected with the Voice of the Bears on Twitter, on Instagram, and on Snapchat at Voice of Bears. And so I, I feel confident in that. I feel confident in the plan that we have. I feel confident in, in the resources that are around um, this plan as it continues to, to, um, to lay out over the next couple of months and as we bring our student athletes back to campus. Now, from the Petty Clinic Low T Studio, here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. That's Kenny Boyd, Baylor's uh, Senior Associate AD for Student Athlete Health and Wellness, uh, part of our Sikkim podcast that we had last week with he and Monique Marsh-Bell. And we'll use part of that audio today because today is the day, June 15th, that uh, football student athletes are back on Baylor's campus, on uh, campuses around the Big 12, and uh, probably around the country, other other leagues as well. Today is a date that uh, has probably been circled by a lot of people. And we'll hear some of that podcast with uh, Kenny Bell on the process for that and what they're going through. We'll have that coming up in the hour. Glad you're with us. Uh, beginning a new week. Uh, sun is shining on this Monday morning. Garrett back in the mm-hmm. captain's chair. Good to see you, man. Uh, we missed you last week. Yeah. Good to have you back. Good to be back. Very good. Definitely Very good. good to be back. Very good. It's good to see you. Glad to have you here. And uh, so this is the date, and I'm just doing right now an unofficial survey right. uh, around the Big 12. So I sent a note to our guys, and I said, hey, just checking everyone except OU have football back today for voluntary workouts. Uh, Tony Caridi at West Virginia says, yes, we start today. John Walter says, same here. Craig Way in Austin, yep, we're up. Uh, Wyatt Thompson uh, at K-State, us too. Dave Hunziker at Oklahoma State, yes, it's been interesting so far, to say the least. Mm-hmm. And Brian Estridge at TCU says, yes. So that's the majority of them. And uh, 
that is the date Oklahoma has elected to wait until July 1 right. when they bring football players back. So they could start today by what the Big 12 has said, but they've elected to give it to another couple of weeks. I think it's interesting to see, especially with Oklahoma State, because you've already had players test positive. Yeah. To see how they go about this. You yeah. know, and Are they going to isolate those players right now? I mean, obviously they have to, but just to see how that plays out and if, you know, that spreads or whatever. And I think it's interesting to see Oklahoma take a stance and say, you know what, we're not worried about this right now. We're just going to continue later on. That's it. More power to them, you know. Nothing wrong with that at all. Uh, you know, that's the uh, better safe than sorry mm-hmm. approach, giving it a little extra time. So OU, it appears, is the only one of the Big 12 schools that won't bring uh, student-athletes back, football guys back today for voluntary workouts. Um, did you see what happened at Houston, University of Houston? I think that was Friday, maybe. I think I missed this. Yeah, one. they um, they had six or seven people, student athletes, test positive, Ooh. and they shut down all voluntary workouts after that. I've seen because you know high school football started that where, right. where you could do, and I've seen uh, West Orange Stark, which you know down there in the goal of the triangle, yeah. they had a player test positive and they shut everything down did as really? well. So yeah. I, I think it's going to be a trend that we see, but. That shows also you have hot pocket areas. That's you know, right. Like that's a big area, the whole Houston, Beaumont yep. area. So I think you're going to see more of that you know, down there than you would here, per se. That's a really good point. Now, I would think larger metropolitan areas, you mm-hmm. know, there's just more people, more yes. massive people around there, uh, I would think. And that's sort of what we've seen. I mean, Houston is a real hot pocket right now. Yeah. And I think because Waco, I think we've been lucky because uh, we have cases, but we don't haven't had like seen a major outbreak. Right. So you know, I think just it just depends on where you're at and location, and hopefully we can stay that you know stay that course and not have that as many cases pop up here. Here's uh, here's the way Baylor is doing it, and again we'll hear more from Kenny Boyd coming up in just a bit. But uh, this was Mac Rhodes talking to John Warner in the Waco Tribune Herald story that was in there yesterday or today. I think it was yesterday in the Trib. Uh, Max says that uh, the plan is a phase-in of mm-hmm. these guys coming back. 20 were already here doing um, injury rehab. So right. there, there's the first 20 that are here. No positive cases from that. Uh, 20 more come in today, 20 a day, today, tomorrow, Wednesday, mm-hmm. and Thursday. So that's not the next 80 and then with the 20 rehab guys, that gets you to 100. So that's just about everybody. But it's it's a gradual phase yeah. in. It's not like 100 guys showing up today. I think that helps, too, just have a little trickle come in. That way right. you can just see instead of it being overwhelming and you know, have one pop up. Because if you do have, say you bring in 20 today and you already have 20 in rehab and you have somebody test positive, well, then that's a lot less people you have to worry about quarantining and going through. Because it's not just the players. It's staff. It's right. everybody involved. Right. So I think that's a good plan. Yep. So that's the plan. That's uh, what's underway as of today on the Baylor campus, you know, with Baylor Athletics. And we're talking football only right now. Uh, July 1st uh, is the date for soccer, volleyball, and cross country, other fall sports for their student athletes to come in. And then July 15th is all other sports can come in and come back to campus so a month from today uh but again this phasing in also allows i mean this is not that they're guinea pigs i mean they want right. to be back but this is the test run to see if the the protocol and the safety precautions that we have in place at baylor to make sure they're mm-hmm. right to make sure they're stringent enough you know and then you advance that on to the other sports yeah and i mean i think the plan put in place is good i think it's going to work out and if you have some cases i think they'll be able to be on top of it quick you know and and take care of the situation before it got out of control yeah
So that's what's going on at Baylor today. Who knew June 15th was such a red letter wow. date? <laughs> hadn't been <laughs> hadn't been in the past, that's for sure. But uh, but uh, that that's what's going on, and it's good to see. And everybody that keeps asking me, you know, what do you think about football? We're going to have football in the fall, and my answer is the same, and maybe more so now, or or after this week, mm-hmm. hopefully more so. That hey, things are trending in the right direction. Things are going the right way. We're doing it the right way, right. so that we will. Will be able to have games uh, in Baylor's case. Eighty-two days from today is kickoff against Ole Miss. Yeah, and I think it's it's smart to get it underway now because you don't want to wait until August and bring these guys in and then completely shut down the season. This oh. gives you at least a little leeway, right? You know, to where you can get things under control and see going forward. That's it. Because, you know, there's some other schools, like Oklahoma State had some positive mm-hmm. tests. Uh, Alabama, yeah, they Alabama have like five positive tests there. And we talked about University of Houston. I'm sure there have been others also. But, uh, and there's going to be there's gonna be hiccups like that. Mm-hmm. Because you start bringing people together, whatever the reason, you know, whatever it is, um, that's, you know, that, that kind of throws the social distancing out the window a little bit. Um, but... I mean, it's going it's to happen, and then how do you handle it when it, it when it does happen? And it has to happen. I mean, you, we yeah. got to do this at some point, right, so right. you just got to just dive all in. So, I mean, really no other option at this point. All right, so today's <laughs> the day, June 15th. Now, another date to watch is this Wednesday. It's June 17th. The uh, NCAA committee will meet and uh, approve, either approve or disapprove um, or, or table the uh, proposal by the oversight committee, and that is that six-week ramp-up plan right. to the season. Uh, it's been uh, approved and pushed forward by the uh, NCAA uh, oversight committee, and that would is a six-week plan that leads up to the start of the season. Uh, starts in late July and two weeks of uh, you know voluntary workouts, and then you hit the uh, month prior to the start of kickoff uh, to the start of the season that that's pretty normal that's normally when practices would begin but that's the plan the six-week uh plan as it's uh, as it's called to the start of the football season and that uh will be or should be probably will be approved on wednesday the 17th i think it will and i mean this is also this will play into it and how that plays out as well so yeah. i think everything will be approved and i mean i'm just looking forward to football season i hope we have one yeah. honestly i know <laughs> i know again things trending positive that's a good thing and uh, we just got to keep going that way keep going that direction and keep uh, keep doing what we should be doing and uh, hopefully we will have football in the fall now the other question is fans what, what does that look like and uh, I'll tell you this, what, what I'm hearing is very optimistic also mm-hmm. that uh, crowds could be 50%, could be by kickoff 75%. So that, again, I mean, that's, there's nothing like that written in stone. Mm-hmm. But, again, those, that thinking and the trend is very positive. Yeah, I mean, I, and I hope so because it's going to be a difficult process if you have to you know, narrow down fans to only 20%, 50%. I know. How do you choose I know. who gets in? You know, that, and that's... I mean that's a that's a major kink in it, you know. Yeah. Do you have do you have your season ticket holders? Do they get more? It's just going to be a process that nobody really wants to an extra headache. Nobody wants to. Deal I know with. it's tough. It really is because you want to say, "Hey, come on, we want yeah. you here." I mean, we're pushing tickets. We want people to be there. You want to have a home field advantage. All of that stuff. Then if you have to say, "Hold on, yeah. this is how many we can have here," it makes it a tough call. And then you don't want somebody getting upset, like, "Well, you didn't want me in. Well, why am I going to come back?" You I know, know? Just, I know. That's, it's, a, it's that's a, a concern. Slippery slope. Yeah, that's a very, very real concern. 
All right, we're glad you're with us on this Monday morning. Sun is shining, headed to the low 90s today here in Central Texas. Let's get a check of weather and more, and then we'll be back on the other side. Coming up in a bit, let you hear a portion of our Sikkim podcast with Kenny Boyd, Baylor's Senior Associate AD for Student Athlete Health and Wellness. Kenny is uh, on top of uh, Baylor's plan, and, and it's not just him. You'll hear him talk about the input that he and Baylor Athletics has had from a number of different entities so we'll have that coming up in just a bit. Glad you're with us. John Morris Show brought to you, as always, by Baylor University, where lights shine bright. Also brought to you by D'Amore Fine Jewelers. You know they're at 4541 West Waco Drive. Where Waco gets engaged. This weather update is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, Texans have secured their insurance needs through the Nitsche Group. Learn more at thenitschegroup.com. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Beautiful weather today with mostly sunny skies. High temperatures topping out at 94 degrees. It'll be clear tonight, quiet, with lows dropping to 69. And mostly sunny skies tomorrow, just like today, with a high of 94 degrees. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 5, 6, and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. There's a lot of fear right now about the market and the economy. We went from all-time highs to a correction in a very short time. How are you and your plan prepared for black swan events and regular market cycles? Let's check in with Eric Lovett from the family at Lovett & Associates to hear what we should be doing with our money. This pandemic is creating fear. It's kind of comforting with a lot of our clients that are baby boomers. We've already set up a plan for them. We've put a retirement income plan together. So there's safe money that they have inside of their plan that's going to create the income. First thing you need to do is have a plan. Do you ever remember doing safety drills? Having a plan will help keep you from panicking too much. You'll have that plan in place. And that is for times like this, because if you just have an investment plan where all your money is in the market, which most people have, times like this, taking money from that account, especially when the market's been very volatile, unbelievable. But when we have guaranteed income coming into the bank account every month, that really makes our existing clients and the people that have a plan, like we're suggesting, it gives them confidence. I would encourage anybody that is five to 10 years out from retirement or in retirement, you give us a call, you come in for a meeting, or we do a virtual meeting online to see how we can help reposition some of your assets so we can create that plan for you. And I think that would give you tremendous confidence in your retirement. If you'd like to start with a phone conversation, if you'd like to come in for a personal review, they do also offer the opportunity for virtual reviews. If you'd like to get started, give a call, have that conversation, 254-870-6800. That's 254-870-6800. Go online, loveitfinancial.com or 254-870-6800. Security and advisory services offered through Cetera Advisors, LLC. Member FINRA, SIPC, a broker-dealer, and a registered investment advisor. Cetera is under separate ownership from any other entity. Investments and securities do not offer a fixed rate of return. Principal yield and or share price will fluctuate with changes in market conditions, and when sold or redeemed, you may receive more or less than originally invested. No system or financial planning strategy can guarantee future results. Direct phone number to reach Lovett & Associates is 254-751-1256. Times are different right now, but as things begin to open and you need to get back on the road, make sure your vehicle is ready with Freddie Kish's Complete Car Care Center. With the demand high, supplies could be short soon. So get your car in today and make sure you're ready to hit the road. Our ASC certified technicians will ensure your vehicle is in its best working order in no time. Freddie Kish's Complete Car Care Center, where your troubles are our business.
Have you been tagged yet again in an engagement ring photo? Are hints being dropped all around you? Rest assured, D'Amore Fine Jewelers has been rescuing men seeking the perfect ring for over 25 years. Come in with a picture of her dream ring and we'll make it a reality. With our five-year financing, custom design team, and selection of diamonds, we'll make the whole process fun and enjoyable. D'Amore Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive. Back with us on this Monday morning, John Morris, Garrett Ross in studio. Pleased that you're with us on this Monday morning, brought to you in part by Alan Samuels, Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, alansamuelsdcj.com on the web. Hey, uh, quite simply, it's a great time to buy a new vehicle. Now more than ever, Alan Samuels is your friend in the car business. Drive forward with Alan Samuels. Drive Forward is their uh, theme that they uh, have going into the summer months now. That's the way Alan Samuels is feeling, and they're ready to do business. There's big summer values waiting for you and your family at Alan Samuels. Amazing factory in- incentives and discounts with special financing as well. Check it out. You can shop in person, safe, sanitized uh, environment, or you can shop and buy online. As we said, at alansamuelsdcj.com. And uh, how about this? For those uh, first responders, you can get an additional $500 in bonus cash right now. Now, this includes doctors, nurses, police, paramedics, fire, sheriff and deputies, correction officers, and more. So check that out. Uh, Very uh, community-oriented thinking by Alan Samuels, Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat. Check it out. AlanSamuelsDCJ.com. Alan Samuels, now more than ever, your friend in the car business. Drive forward with Alan Samuels. Hey, uh, Garrett, remember uh, it was a week or so ago, we had our friend Brent Bankston in here with us, Bankston's right. Sports Cards and Collectibles. Oh, yeah. So uh, that was fun, and uh, that really got kind of got me going, and I had some time, you know, to think <laughs> and, and play around with this. It really is playing around. But Friday, uh, I went to see Brent at Bankston's. Right. And uh, took that, you know, that packet of stuff that yeah. I had here with me that I showed you, uh, took that in with me and just kind of showed it to him. And it's like, you know, it's almost like a little kid taking show and tell stuff to school is <laughs> <laughs> kind of the way I felt. But but Brent humored me and looked at it and kind of looked at all the things that I had. And he the, the most the most valuable thing that I had in that group, I mean, as far as not not personal value right. to me, but. But resale value, if I ever wanted to do that, was the uh, Roberto Clemente autograph on that card. I showed you yeah, that, That was right? one of my favorites. That, that was, was a good amazing. one. Yeah. And he said there's a guy in San Antonio that regularly checks in with Brent on specifically Roberto Clemente stuff. So he said, I'm going to let him know about this. And he said, if you, you know, if you ever want to sell it, if you're ever interested in that process to go by would be go through would be go through this uh, authentication mm-hmm. uh, process uh, by Beckett. Uh, Beckett does it. I think the other group is JSA, something like that. I can't remember exactly, right. but that way they look at it, they authenticate it, and then then you just go from there. 
That would be hard for me to let go of that one. Yeah, I, know. That, that, I don't know. I've always just loved Roberto Clemente, what he stood for and everything. Obviously, I didn't get a chance to see him play, right. but just everything about him, I've just been fascinated by, you know, just by the individual himself. So I think I would be difficult for me to let that yeah. one go. It's a good one. And he was a great player. If, if you know, younger people don't even know the name, look it up and see what he yeah. did. Uh, yesterday on the MLB Network, uh, I was scanning through the channels yesterday afternoon. They had Game 7 of the 71 World Series, Orioles and Pirates. And I uh, saw young, uh, fairly young, Roberto Clemente in that lineup. And it was fun. You know, it was kind of like, ooh, I was just thinking about him. Right. Here he is, there you know, you in a game rebroadcast <laughs> on TV. Uh, but anyway, went, went to see Brent on Friday and, uh, and, and, and actually bought a few things. You know, I looked through their Baylor collection mm-hmm. of cards and got some of those that I didn't have. So that's fun. Uh, so I added to my collection from stuff there. And then, still thinking about it, Saturday morning, got up, mowed, finished mowing, and then I'm kind of cooling off in the garage. And I've got that footlocker out there yeah. that has all these old cards and collectible stuff in there. So I pulled that out. And I sat out there going through those cards for probably, it was probably an hour and a half to two hours, just going through those cards. And Terry kept sticking her head out the door saying, you okay out there? (laughs) And I said, yeah, I mean, I can stop this anytime if you need me to. She said, no, knock yourself out. So so I was out there and it was fun. It was just going through all these old cards that I have. It started up an old hobby. Yeah, And I think that's what this has done. It's given people a chance to reminisce and go and take a look and just rekindle what used to be you know fun for you right. you know you have actually you have the time to enjoy it because we're everything is so fast-paced especially like you you're constantly gone yeah. and everything you're, you're always busy doing something and you don't have time to just sit back and enjoy that that's it i mean i had the time to do it terry was okay with it yeah so there you go. I just sat there going through those cards and and i found kind of what i thought most of the ones baseball cards i have are from uh, 69, 70, and 71. Mm-hmm. That was the, those were the years that I was riding my bike from my house down to this corner store. Man, I can see that place and go in and buy the packs, you know, with the bubble gum. And, uh, and most of those were just bought as individual packs, all of them, I think. Yeah. But I got a few that were older that I, I was kind of surprised, like 1965 and 66 cards. So I would have been six or seven years old, uh, when I bought those or, huh or I got them somewhere else, I don't know. But I had a few that were a little bit older than I thought. It's funny you mentioned the, the bubble gum in there. It yeah. was like always hard as a rock. Oh, it's terrible. <laughs> it was terrible. <laughs> and I don't even you, think they do that. I'm not sure if they do that I anymore. I don't think they do. It's probably I, like a health issue now. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, if you're serious about collecting cards, you don't want bubble no, gum sticking to one of the cards in That's there. So, so funny. I don't think they have them in there anymore. Probably not. So I found some good ones. If there's any, if there's any old uh, guys from that era mm. that you would like to have their card just let me know and i'll look it up yeah yeah so uh uh, it it was fun i I don't think i have any that are real i know i don't have any that are real valuable Mm -hmm. in there but the ones of value of most value to me are of course the reds and i had most of those pulled out anyway kind of in their own separate uh shrine (laughs) but uh uh you know i found some uh you know some good tony perez cards from 71 um i found a sparky anderson really in there yeah which which i don't think i'd remembered before but i found some fun ones there and sort of pulled those out what else did i pull out i pulled a few others out of there that i'm going to put in the house i guess ones that i thought might be Somewhat valuable, mm-hmm. Carl Yastrzemski. Um, I don't remember, and I, I didn't bring him in with me today. 
Card Talk here on talk. ESPN Central Texas. But it was fun. I mean, it was really, I thought, a good use of a couple of hours on a Saturday morning. Yeah, I mean, you can't really beat that. I, I can't even remember the last time I looked at the cards I have. I know because I've lost some of them, but the one piece of memorabilia that I wish I had from my childhood was this statue thing. Yeah. It was Michael Jordan, and it was a gold, his name was, it was like a gold-plated thing with his name carved in it. My aunt was a huge Jordan fan, and Ooh. she went to Chicago. Yeah. And she brought that back to me, and just somewhere over time, it's disappeared. Oh. But I'm curious. I'm going to look it up, because I'm curious what those are going for. Exactly. Because Brent said, now. yeah, after the last dance, said Jordan stuff just shot mm. up in value. Yeah, it's pretty devastating. That is wild. <laughs> <laughs> but you don't, you don't think it's anywhere to be found? Man, I cannot find it. I, I've, the last time I remember seeing that thing was probably like 10 or so years ago. and There's no telling where it's gone. Yeah. I've made too many moves between I know. then. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That stuff gets lost in moves for sure. All right. Uh, let's take a break. Uh, on the other side, when we come back, let you hear a, a portion of our most recent Sikkim podcast with Kenny Boyd. He's Baylor's Senior Associate AD for Student Athlete Health and Wellness. Very much in the forefront as uh, football players are back today or the phase-in process begins today for Baylor football players to come back to campus for voluntary limited workouts. So we'll hear from Kenny when we come back. Stay with us. John Morris Show brought to you by Baylor University, where lights shine bright. At Baylor University, students can shine in their own way. Or should we say their own ways? Because there's no limit to the ways Baylor students make the world a brighter place. Whether they're leading a student organization or following a higher calling, getting advice from faculty, or taking part in world-class research, pursuing their dreams, or working toward their dream job, students find their place to shine at Baylor, where lights shine bright. Recently on Unnecessary Roughness. We got Salado head coach Alan Hare in the studio with us here on ESPN Central Texas. You mentioned uh, not, not working them out too much. Uh, did you see the ones? Did you realize the ones pretty quickly that may not have worked out so much on their own? <laughs> yeah, you know, you, <laughs> you have seven or eight of them over there. They're buying a new car. You know, and uh, uh, the Ford, you know, and, and so those types of things. But uh, one one of them was so tired, he, he we were just sitting there stretching on the ground, and and he was having that moment where where uh, it was coming back up. And he wasn't even moving; he just let it kind of just roll down his shirt. He's too he's too tired to lean over, you know. I just at least turn to the side, son. But uh, you got to teach him new things, coach. Yeah, I just won't name his name, but he didn't show up today. <laughs> oh man, I'm, I got to call him when I get home, you know. But uh, just make sure he's all right. Unnecessary Roughness on ESPN Central Texas. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. Summer is here and so is home improvement season. It's time to get those windows replaced. Call Universal Windows Direct to Central Texas and schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows are sealed with Duralite, a non-metal spacer that has life expectancy five times that of other systems. And they offer 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct to Central Texas for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com. That's UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com. Or call 254-301-7760. And be sure to check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. 
correct. You wouldn't call your doctor, accountant, or mechanic using a 1-800 number. So, why your bank? If you have to dial 1-800, you don't know your bank and your bank doesn't know you. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm your boy Q with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Brought to you by Valvoline Express Care Waco. 833 North Valley Mills Drive. Open Monday through Friday 8 to 6, Saturday 8 to 5. Baylor senior outfielder Mac Mueller signed a free agent contract with the Blue Jays on Sunday. Mueller was a transfer from Cisco College who played 39 career games with 33 starts for Baylor in the 2019 and the shortened 2020 season. In 2020, he was off to a really hot start, batting 281 in 16 games with four doubles, 10 RBI, and a career-high four home runs. Daniel Berger took home the Colonial Championship that took place in Fort Worth over the weekend after Colin Marikawa lipped out a putt on the first playoff hole of the 2020 Charles Schwab Challenge. Make sure to tune in to Unnecessary Roughness with Ward Whites and me this afternoon as we talk to University High head soccer coach Kyle Chapman at 1230, L. Duncan from ESPN at 1.30, and longtime major leaguer and LaVega grad Arthur Rose at 2 p.m. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. The John Morris Show, proudly presented by Baylor University, where lights shine bright. And so I, I feel confident in that. I feel confident in the plan that we have. I feel confident in, in the resources that are around um, this plan as it continues to, to, um, to lay out over the next couple months and as we bring our student athletes back to campus and our staff, um, that we have a, a great plan that the university the athletic department has put together um, uh, to be able to get people back in, 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 the, in the building and, and on the field. Now, back to today's JMO Radio Show. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. That is Kenny Boy, Baylor's Senior Associate AD for Student-Athlete Health and Wellness. As we mentioned, very much front and center in Baylor's uh, plan to uh, to get student-athletes, uh, in this case football student-athletes, back on campus. Voluntary workouts beginning today. Baylor has a plan in place. They are implementing uh, 20, as we mentioned, were uh, injury rehabbing and already here. Another 20 back today and then 20 more each of the next three days after today. But uh, that is the plan. Very well thought out. Uh, and you'll hear from Kenny in this uh, segment of our most recent Sikkim podcast. Uh, everyone that's been involved in this decision. So very thoughtful, very uh, um, uh you know, they got information from everyone that they need to on this. So uh, here again, courtesy of Baylor Athletics, our Sikkim podcast, you'll hear uh, Brooke Bednars with some questions in here of Kenny Boyd, our senior associate AD for student athlete health and wellness. Yeah, it feels like every week's been on repeat as far as the amount of things that are there. Um, you know, and it comes in waves. It comes in waves of as we learn more about uh, this process, we start to learn more about what we're able to do um, to get back on the field, back on the court. Um, it, it, um, it's changed, uh, but certainly the, the level of, of activity has is, is been pretty consistent for me and for our executive team as 
we were conducting the normal business process that we were in that time of year, you know, the end of spring and all the things that come from the end of a fiscal year and things of that nature, and then throw on top of it a pandemic. Um, you know, we're, um, you know, again, we talk about the people that were involved to help. And so, you know, I think we all have a, a lot of um, appreciation for the way that our staff has come together and um, to, to lend support on top of everything else that we are doing. Um, one of the great, you know, I think the great moments we'll look back on this is, um, you know, that, that ability of our staff to come together and, um, and be, be of help in, in a lot of different ways as we've gone through this time. Let's go back to uh, March 12th. You were in Kansas City. We were there for the Big 12 tournaments, mm-hmm. men's tournament. Uh, Baylor never got on the court except for a practice day. Women never left Waco, actually, never made it to Kansas City. But you were there when all this was uh, kind of brewing, and then all of a sudden there was nothing, no games. Uh, in Big 12 tournament was canceled. NCAA tournament was canceled. NCAA tournaments for the rest of the year were canceled. Uh, what was at the start of that, say March 12th, what was that like for you? Well, you know, I've, I've, in my career, I've had some opportunity to manage individual crisis moments. And, uh, um, you know, unfortunately, it's because somebody got hurt. And, you know, you're dealing with that in that moment for the individual, their family, the team how they were affected. Um, but this was just such a greater scale. Um, you know, and I think for a lot of us that day and that, you know, that weekend in itself, um, it, it will seem a little bit surreal, but in the moment we were just, we were just kind of working through the problem. Um, you know, what's, you know, who do we need to communicate with? Um, what message were we sending out? Um, how, how do, how can we get people together? Um, I think there was a moment, John, where there was a, restaurant in the hotel where we had a almost like a makeshift command center set up where we we're on calls and you know didn't really know what zoom was at that point we we're still trying to figure out teams and um you know thankfully the university we started a, a covid task force and so that group was already formed and together uh, so we already had some of the structure laid out to be able to um, set up the communication as we needed to but um, a lot of us were learning you know through that moment through the the moments that that followed uh, about how to um, communicate in a time of urgency and crisis and uh, try to make sure that everybody um, had the information they needed and the procedures were set up as they needed to be. Where would you say you are now? You said you, we, we talked with Mac at the beginning of this podcast, and he talked about not only is he being you know, in charge of Baylor athletics and kind of moving that process forward, but also working with the Big 12 as a whole. Are you doing the, the same in regard to specifically what you what you do? So, uh, you know, I, I'm a part of a few um, groups that are that are working to put some information out. And, and, you know, one of it is our return to campus group. And um, that's internal for athletics. But then that's also a, a bigger um, uh, objective initiative for the university. Uh, we also have a medical directors um, group with the, with the conference. So the Big 12 conference has a group that is um, helping to speak into um, – you know, some guidelines and some just direction as a conference and what we can do as, as conference institutions together. And so um, it's, it's, it's interesting. I think uh, I've heard it, you know, portrayed in this way. You know, initially we were in this respond mode, like we we're, you know, we're, 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 you know, trying to take the information as we got it and then trying to respond to what we had. And, um, you know, in a lot of ways now we're in this monitoring phase 
um, to see how our systems are effective, uh, begin to monitor just what we're doing, uh, and then begin to prepare now in this preparation phase for getting back to work, back on campus, um, getting people back safely um, as we can. So, you know, that's kind of how it's transitioned for me. You mentioned those different areas in which you're involved. Uh, that's been that's been daily, hasn't it? I mean, you have you've had a full agenda during this time when most of us have been working from home. Maybe you are doing it from home, but man, I, I bet you have meeting on top of meetings. Yeah, I think uh, there's terms that you'll get from this, and right now, I think a lot of us feel zoomed out. <laughs> zoomed out. Um, you know, there's but there's been um, some interesting opportunity in the middle of this difficulty that's come up is. Um, the ability to use technology in a way that, that makes your days a lot more efficient. Um, you know, I don't know, I feel a lot more, you know, tired and spent at the end of a day of, you know, 10 hours of Zoom calls. But um, the amount of work that we're able to get done is incredible. Um, you know, I think it also challenges us to be efficient in, you know, our productivity uh, because you can be talking a lot during the day, but that doesn't mean you're you're able to get all of your work done. And so, um giving yourself the needed margin in your day between Zoom calls and between your uh, your meetings to be able to allow for you to get some of this done. You know, we, we're, we're finalizing our framework. We're communicating with our coaches um, and our staff about getting, re- you know, returned to campus. And so a lot of that will start coming out here soon just as far as, you know, different um, communication resources that, that you'll see and, and just ways that we're trying to keep, um, you know, you know, Baylor trying to keep Baylor healthy and uh, what we're doing as a department, as a university to work together. Uh, so, you know, a lot of that's happening right now. And so it does keep your day full. We're looking ahead and getting everybody back. And you're talking about the bringing them all back to campus, those different groups. But they've been away for a while now. And all the different things, John mentioned the list of all the different departments that you oversee. Um, how have those departments been continually catering to the needs of the student athletes, even though they haven't been here on campus? Well, a lot of the ways that everybody else is doing it, you know, you're doing it virtually. Um, you know, what, what I would say is, you know, our staff um, and coaches included have done a tremendous job of staying connected, um, you know, at a, at a time where I think a lot of that needed to happen. Um, you know, you saw groups coming together, groups that we already had set up together uh, to communicate um, our sport care teams, um, you know, so basically our support staff and our coaching staff, you know, working together to, to make sure that they're communicating with the student athletes um, at a time where they just sometimes just need to hear a voice. Um, you know, our staff have put together some, um, you know, home programs as far as rehab stand uh, comes comes to mind and, you know, some, some ideas of, of different training programs that they can do. Uh, so they've really tried to stay out in front of what we can do permissively. Uh, but also just be a resource. Sometimes they just needed an ear and they just needed to talk to somebody about what's going on and stay informed. And, and so we're, you know, we're doing everything we can to keep that, keep that going through this time. Visiting with Kenny Boy, Baylor Senior Associate AD for Student Athlete Health and Wellness. Hey, we appreciate you uh, tuning in and subscribing to the Sikkim Podcast wherever you get your podcast, Apple, Spotify, or wherever you download. Catch us every week for a new Sikkim Podcast and share on social media. 
Kenny, you uh, in, are in an administrative role here. Uh, I'm curious how your your background, 11 years at the University of Texas, uh, on-field trainer, uh, and then three at uh, University of North Carolina, then here in, in more of an administrative role. How did your background at those other places and doing what you did on a daily basis prepare you for what we're going through now and the position you have now? Well, I think as you go through it, you don't realize it. You don't realize what you're, you know, learning and how to communicate and develop relationships with people. But, uh, you know, 15 years of my life before coming to uh, to, to Baylor, I was you know, head football athletic trainer, and um, a lot of times you're you're communicating, you're getting um, information to the head coach, to the parents, to the assistant coach, to other people in the department. And so, a lot of what I was doing was preparing me for this. Um, time where, you know, now I'm communicating with all head coaches. I'm communicating with a lot of parents at one time. I'm communicating with student athletes in, in a bigger scale. And, um, and, and so having that opportunity to be uh, more in the trenches, if you will, and not, you know, not on the second floor, sure. um, you know, looking at um, how, understanding that perspective of what uh, I can do to provide resources for those that are taking care of our student athletes gave me a unique perspective on what I can do today. And so that's really um, transferred over into my my job now and my role to, to be an advocate for our student athletes, to be a support for our, our, our coaches um, and how they're caring, and, and then ultimately help to prepare our staff in the way that they need to be prepared to support our student athletes. As we record this, uh, June 15th is right around the corner. That's the date the Big 12 has has settled upon when football players, student athletes, can come back uh, in uh, on a voluntary basis and do individual work. Uh, what, what's your comfort level with that date and bringing them back then? And um, uh, what are the steps that you go through, you know, to getting them back and going again? Well, I wouldn't be fully transparent if I said I was 100% um, uh, confident. That's I mean, fair. I, I think yeah. there's a lot mm-hmm. of, you know, I think everybody feels like let's put all of our, our systems in place. Um, and and I, think, I think we're in a position right now where we have a lot of great people, experts speaking into our preparation phase. Um, it's not just um, our, our internal athletic department staff. It's our... Um, our partners and team physicians at, at Southwest Sports Medicine, um, Baylor Scott and White, huge medical entity that that we can draw resource to. Um, you know, Campus Health Medical Director Dr. Stern uh, has been in, in all a lot of our conversations in preparation and uh, assisting us through this this phase. Uh, communicating with Waco Public Health and uh, and 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 them being able to guide us through some of the the challenges that they've kind of seen as well, and so. We have a lot of great people speaking into the process, and so I, I feel confident in that. I feel confident in the plan that we have. I feel confident in, in the resources that are around um, this plan as it continues to, to, um, to lay out over the next couple months and as we bring our student-athletes back to campus and our staff, um, that we have a, a great plan that the university, the athletic department has put together um, uh, to be able to get people back in in, in, their, in the building and, and on the field. I'm sure this is going to be something everyone's kind of thinking about, but you, you talked about at first we were in a respond phase and then now um, a little bit more into the monitoring and then the preparation of moving forward. Is there 
a plan, plan B, if we have to revert back to a sort of response phase once this starts moving forward? Well, I think we've seen that already. I think we, we you know, and talk about pre preparation, you know, we've gone through the shutdown and we've gone and now we're going through and trying to execute the reverse shutdown, you know, and what does it look like to be, um, to be mindful of some of the concerns that are there and, and what we can do to prepare for those. But there's a reason why we're going through this monitoring phase and evaluating each phase as we, we, we go through it is because we may need to hold in that phase or we may need to back off because maybe we're seeing, you know, a, a, a sudden increase in incidents that we need to make sure that we're handling appropriately. So what's been great is the support from, from Mac and, and his leadership in our department to be able to be out in front and say, look, we're going to be systematic in this. We're going to take our time. We're going to make sure that each phase is done in a, in a way that's uh, appropriate, and then we're going to monitor that. We're going to make sure that we are evaluating each phase before we go into the next. And so having that support, and that support as we start to implement some of these um, and go through each one of our phases of return uh, is, I think, it's really paramount when it comes to, you know, the confidence that a staff, that student-athletes can have in, in, in the system that's set up. That's Kenny Boyd, Baylor Senior Associate AD for Student-Athlete Health and Wellness. And uh, certainly the student-athlete uh, health and wellness and safety is uh, a paramount. It is of most importance. But then as we come back to work also, you know, the staff, the coaches, mm -hmm. uh, administrators in the athletic department, uh, you know, there's lots of rules and regulations that we'll want to abide by when that time comes as well. But today is the day, first day, when uh, football student-athletes at Baylor and around the Big 12 can come back on a voluntary basis for uh, strength and conditioning work. Still no work with the coaches face-to-face -face, uh, or in person, but uh, the voluntary workouts beginning today. And you know, anybody in his position across the nation was never expecting this. So that, this is like you know, learning on the fly, but I think you'll be able to see a lot of things that are implemented right now probably carry over in the future. And they'll be prepared for any situation, I think, after this. Boy, ain't that the truth? Yeah. And, and they'll put some things in place that, you know, are good practices, yes. you know, that'll, that'll probably be here forever. So uh, good information there. And again, that's a portion of our Sikkim podcast with Kenny Boyd and Monique Marsh-Bell. Monique in the uh, mental health area of health and wellness. Uh, if you want to hear more from Kenny and want to hear from Monique, uh, just uh, search and find our Sikkim podcast available wherever you download your podcasts and available on the web at BaylorBears.com as well. Take a break. Back with more in just a moment. Share some birthdays with you. Look ahead. Wrap things up in the 9 a.m. hour. Glad you're with us on this Monday morning. John Morris Show brought to you by Amanda Cunningham, Caldwell Banker, Apex Realtor. Talk about Amanda and her job, and she does it very, very well in the top 1% of uh, the Caldwell Banker world. That's tremendous. What a great accomplishment for Amanda Cunningham. Just uh, Google search uh, Amanda Cunningham or Caldwell Banker Apex. That'll get you to her Facebook page, contact information, everything you need. Uh, give it a shot, and if you need help buying, selling uh, locally or globally, Amanda Cunningham can definitely help you with that. Just Google search Amanda Cunningham, Caldwell Banker, Apex Realtor. With more than 160,000 alumni worldwide and counting, the Baylor family is growing. And through the university's expanded Baylor alumni program, the family is growing closer. With hundreds of local volunteers planning events in cities and towns around the country, you can gather with fellow Bears no matter where you are. So get connected, get something started. 
Get involved and make plans to get together with Baylor alumni. Visit us at baylor.edu slash alumni. Recently on the John Morris Show. So we've created our own games. One of them is the over and under a snail count in my backyard. Uh, short story of this is we live out in Hewitt, uh-huh. and for some reason, it is the snail capital of Central Texas. <laughs> I have no reason why, but there's an open field behind us. Maybe that's part of it. Could be. We're not by any body of water, <laughs> but the snails love our back fence and our backyard. So at one point, you know, I've, I've regularly, you know, picked them off the fence and mm-hmm. just thrown them over into the field back there. Jerry Hill says I should smash them, squish them is his word. No, you don't get rid do of them. I know. I don't, I don't think Terry would approve of that. So it's basically picking them off the fence, throwing them into the field back there, and then getting them out of the yard uh, and throwing them over the fence. Sometimes they make it up to our house uh, right. on the walls of our house. The John Morris Show, weekdays at 9 a.m. here on ESPN Central Texas. Times are different right now, but as things begin to open and you need to get back on the road, make sure your vehicle is ready with Freddie Kish's Complete Car Care Center. With the demand high, supplies could be short soon. So get your car in today and make sure you're ready to hit the road. Our ASE certified technicians will ensure your vehicle is in its best working order in no time. Freddie Kish's Complete Car Care Center, where your troubles are our business. Main Street is more than just a place. It's a state of mind. It's a place where neighbors help each other. When you need insurance, talk to your local insurance agent at the Nietzsche Group. They're right here, part of the community, and proud to be local insurance agents serving Main Street America. To them, you're never a policy number. You're a neighbor. The Nietzsche Group is ready to discuss your personal, commercial, benefits, and bonding insurance needs at 1-800-258-8302. That's 1-800-258-8302. Every man knows that you got to get it right in the bed. Hey there, Jay from Pickup Outfitters here to talk about a sensitive issue and asking you, please, don't drive around town exposing your stuff. Please, cover that truck bed. This is a very serious form of truck nudity. Trucks without bed covers and it's an easy fix. There are so many different types of covers depending on your needs and style. From folding, rolling, locking, retractable, anything from black to silver, even paint to match the original cover of your truck. All these are hard, rigid covers, just like they should be. Now there are also some soft bed covers, but you know. So don't be driving around with a bare truck bed. It's like letting people peek underneath your covers. It just ain't right. See the different types of bed covers at createacommotion.com slash covers. Won't you help us end truck nudity? Stop by our showroom and see all our bed cover displays at Pickup Outfitters just off of Waco Drive at 220 Lake Air Drive in Waco. Now more than ever, we all need a strong immune system. Healthy diet along with the right supplements help support your immune system, specifically multivitamin and vitamin D. Dallas is on Cooper Clinic. Recommends vitamins to improve the quality and quantity of its patients' lives. Use coupon code IMMUNE20 on coopercomplete.com to get 20% off any purchase. That's IMMUNE20 at coopercomplete.com for 20% off. Make Cooper part of your daily regimen and support that immune system. 
ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm your boy Q with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Brought to you by Valvoline Express Care Waco, 833 North Valley Mills Drive. Open Monday through Friday, 8 to 6, Saturday, 8 to 5. Baylor senior outfielder Mac Mueller signed a free agent contract with the Blue Jays on Sunday. Mueller was a transfer from Cisco College who played 39 career games with 33 starts for Baylor in the 2019 and the shortened 2020 season. In 2020, he was off to a really hot start, batting 281 in 16 games with four doubles, 10 RBI, and a career high four home runs. Daniel Berger took home the Colonial Championship that took place in Fort Worth over the weekend after Colin Marikawa lipped out a putt on the first playoff hole of the 2020 Charles Schwab Challenge. Make sure to tune in to Unnecessary Roughness with Ward Whites and me this afternoon as we talk to University High head soccer coach Kyle Chapman at 12.30, L. Duncan from ESPN at 1.30, and longtime major leaguer and LaVega grad Arthur Rose at 2 p.m. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. You just gave you a rundown. What's coming up on Unnecessary Roughness today? Check that out. 12 to 3 here on ESPN Central Texas. Hear from Matt Mosley and Stephen Simcox on the Matt Mosley Show today. 3 to 6 here on ESPN Central Texas as well. So keep it here uh, throughout throughout the day. All right. Uh, let's mention uh, Garrett's and birthdays before we get out of here uh, today. And then we'll go back to yesterday also. Um, looking on the list here. Here we go. Uh, Randy Reed's birthday is today. Happy birthday to Randy here in uh, here in Waco. It's Kyle Fallon's birthday. One of the uh, sons of the great Frank Fallon. Frank Frank's birthday is tomorrow. Is that right? Yeah, the sixteenth. And Kyle's Kyle's birthday is today. So happy birthday to Kyle. Uh, John Liddell. Works up in the uh, Metroplex Broadcasting. Happy birthday to John. John Erickson, former Baylor football uh, standout. Uh, Today is John's birthday today. Chris Austin. Chris used to work with us here. Um, Chris is a guy that's a big, uh, I bet you he gets into sports cards. I imagine. Because he has his own little cards. He has his own card. He does. (laughs) He's a big Cleveland Indians fan and went to the Indians, maybe goes every year, the Indians fantasy camp. And part of that is he uh, has his own uh, baseball card out of that. I know he had me when I was like, what the heck is this? And I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. It was him, yeah. <laughs> that's great. Uh, Amy Padgett's birthday is today. Big Baylor fan. Frank Pollard's birthday is today. From Meridian to Baylor. And uh, I think here in the Waco area, or in Central Texas at least. But it's Frank Pollard's birthday today. Um, who else do we have? Kevin Sherrington writes for the Dallas Morning News, and Joni uh, Lehman works for the Big 12 office. It's uh, Joni's birthday. Todd Zeidler used to work with us in Baylor Athletics, now at Gonzaga. Uh, and Terry Black, Terry Black basketball mm-hmm. at Baylor. Today's uh, Terry Black's birthday. So happy birthday to all of them. Um, let me go back to yesterday, since we weren't here, obviously, yesterday. Uh, Holly Dunham's birthday was yesterday. Jim Shepowich just retired from Baylor uh, Advancement, uh, had celebrated a birthday yesterday. Lawton Langford, former Baylor baseball. Eddie Gregory, former Baylor uh, football. Uh, I mentioned Randy Reed. His was yesterday, actually, not today's. Um, and that's it, going back to yesterday and then today's birthdays. I got one today. A friend of mine, James Smith, today's his birthday, so I'd like to wish him a 
Happy birthday. Fantastic. Well. James. Finally contributing. James. Happy birthday to you. Yeah. Very cool. All right. So uh, happy birthday to all those folks today. Kyle Fallon on that list celebrating a birthday. All right. We got to move out of here. Uh, and Lord willing, we'll be back tomorrow in the 9 a.m. hour. Remember, uh, the uh, Unnecessary Roughness comes up today, noon to 3. The Matt Mosley Show today, 3 to 6. And uh, Garrett's good to see you. It's good to have you Thanks, back. Shamo. And we'll, uh, we'll be back in here together again tomorrow, 9 yes, a.m. It's going to be warm again. Yeah. It is warm. I'm, not, I'm still not used to it. I can't stand it. I'm still trying to convince my daughter. Every day it's hot. I'm like, Ava, it's not this hot in Oregon. You want to go to Oregon? It's not, she's not buying it. Yeah. You uh, you need to do another one of those West Coast swings. I know. That would be sweet. Every summer, man. For the past two summers, we've been able to do it and escape this heat. And Ugh. this summer, I don't think we're going to. Oh, man. Now's about the time to be yes. planning that, too. All right, everybody, have a great day. We appreciate uh, you tuning in. And Lord willing, we'll talk to you tomorrow at 9 a.m. Hope you enjoyed hearing from Kenny Boyd today, part of the Sikkim Podcast. And we'll talk to you tomorrow. All right, I want to thank everybody for jumping on. 